0: And at the end of the month, we've been doing Hallelujah Nights here at TCC. But this year, it's going to be even more special if you've not been here in the past. We usually do lots of games and prizes. But this year, we've had a special donation from Thrive It Financial. And their goal is to make generosity their trademark, and that's gonna be a part of what we are doing too. So when the kids come, we want them to bring a canned good with them so that we can give to the needy along with them having fun also on Hallelujah Night. Um, We will probably start collecting candy too if any of you feel led to bring lots and lots and lots of candy. Kids love candy, and this is one special night. I think most parents let them indulge a bit. But then I also had a request for if any of you would bring, um, they make little packets of crackers and healthier things, too, because I know at least of one child, if not a few, that really can not eat a lot of candy because of health issues. So that would be wonderful, too. We'll start collecting those. And I've already asked a lot of people to help me, and I've had so many volunteers already, so I'm really thankful. If you feel led to help on that night, just come and tell me, and we'll, we're gonna have probably special t-shirts for you to wear, too, from Thrive It Financial. They have given us, I don't know how many t-shirts, but they say, what do they say? Live generously, right? I have all these notes, but none of them really go together. <laughs> so, And another thing is we'll have a meal that night. The youth are going to do kind of what they did last year and serve, but it'll be a little later. So a lot of you, I don't think maybe we're able to get there on time for that. So the, the meal will be 5.30 to 6.30. And if you don't want a meal, you can come right on down and start playing at that time. So thank you so much.
1: Right. So let's all stand up again, and kids will release you to Children's Church, and the rest of us, let's greet each other and the Lord here. Hallelujah. The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. Why don't you repeat that to me? The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. Praise God. <clears throat> just a f- few more announcements here before we turn it back over to Tim. And I'm not sure if Kathy's going to do more or not, but this is my brother Tim, by the way, if you don't know, and sister-in-law Kathy that are ministering today. And um, just thankful for them. So, building fund report. <clears throat> you can see... Even though we've reached our goal, the funds continue to come in, reaching now up to $36,000. And that's uh, giving that's been there extra just since like last December, we're just so thankful. Yeah. We have some needs there, but I'm gonna read a scripture and then we're gonna have Joan bring just an update report on that, what we're gonna be doing. We've already got the sign out there, as you've seen, and it's flashing. The truth out to all passers-by. But Second Corinthians 9, and this is from the Message Bible. It says, remember, a stingy planter gets a stingy crop. A lavish planter gets a lavish crop. I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over and make up your own mind what you will give that will protect you against sob stories and arm-twisting. I don't think we've had too many sob stories or arm-twisting. arm I hope not. I like the way that Message Bible brings that out. It's, God loves it when the giver delights in the giving. God can pour on the blessings in astonishing ways so that You're ready for anything and everything. More than just ready to do what needs to be done. As one psalmist puts it, he throws caution to the winds, giving to the needy and reckless abandon his right living, right giving ways, never run out, never wear out. And that's the way that we find out in our lives as we grow in the Lord is the more that we give, the more that he supplies back, that we can, there's so many needs, aren't there, and so many things that we would like to give to, and as we do that, we sow the seed, and more comes back and says, this most generous God who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for your meals is more than extravagant with you. He gives you something you can Then give away, which grows into full-formed lives, robust in God, wealthy in every way, so that you can be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. So, hallelujah. That's the word. And Joan is going to bring us a word about this building specifically here.
2: You know, and look look at the giving there. I just had the thought back when I was in high school when we built the first church there. We had about a congregation of forty, and that included us kids, you know, and everybody thought you're gonna build a new building. This congregation for some reason has the gift of giving <laughs> because we built that, paid it. Then we built the next one. We built this one, paid for. (laughs) It's just just a blessing to me (laughs) to see through all the years that God's faithfulness and... and, um, um, So, this is the plan. Um, Hopefully it worked out. (laughs) Troy said um, he's looking at the second week in October to start. Um, What we will be doing is uh, reciting the the little bit of the old, old church and then the the other part. Um, And um, we're gonna redo the front of the original church there to match this with the post and the rock, Um, so they'll be cohesive. They look like they'll go together. Um, Don't say um. (laughs) Also, we're going to be changing the metal on the carport. I have to talk with my hands, that's all right. Uh, The metal on the carport underneath and then the post, the pillars and all that, we're going to put um, cedar in instead of the metal. And that's what we wanted to do at the beginning, but we, Also, um, a couple things that we hadn't budgeted for, and this is what's exciting that still money is coming in. Um, If time allows, weather allows, and money allows, um, we want to uh, dig up by the front door. If you see the tile inside is broke, and outside there's some issues. If we can dig that out and redo that, um, that will be another thing we'll add. And then also we do have some water coming in um, down in the crawl space here, and so we want to get that rectified. So those are two extra things that we would like to do. Time, weather, money. Um, So pray that we get a nice fall from (laughs) In October. Um, I think that's all.
1: Very good. So that's, that's like a prayer point, too. Uh, that, uh, that can get started in the middle of October and get accomplished. We have communion later today in the service, and I want to welcome all of you even the visitors, too, that are believers in Jesus Christ to take part in this communion with us. If you're a believer, you're welcome to partake with us. There is a pot blessing meal after the service, too. Even if you didn't know about it, please be free to to stay for that. The Lord has multiplied the food before. I believe he can do it again, right, if it's needed. We seem to always have just the right amount for those and uh, continue to remember 9:30. There's classes here at 9:30 in the morning with coffee time. There is a need in the nursery for a DVD player. Talk to Susan Rock about that, and uh, she can. She's our administrator for our nursery. Wednesdays we have things going on quilting from nine till two in the afternoon. There's a fellowship meal here on Wednesday also. And at one o'clock, there's a Bible study with with Grandma Joyce, Glynis. I know Judy's always there too. And so they would welcome you, I'm sure, to that. Um, Let's see. Okay, one more thing here. The last, this summer, the last part of our vacation I was walking across, I believe, walking across the yard at our place, and something just dropped in my spirit, which I had had in my head before, but this time it was in my spirit. My thought had been in my head just to have prayer meeting on Wednesday night from time to time, but and we have had a few, but this one was different, it was in my spirit. And I'm not gonna go into explaining more about it except that it's just there and I know, but also at the same time when the Lord told me that, he said, and it's gonna be a stepping over the log meeting. And I knew what that meant because I had been to a Billy Brim meeting a few years back. And uh, I think it's one of the Dave and Joan not sure if Andy was with us or maybe both Andy and Jennifer, but anyway, um, there was a lady there, Rachel Tifatiller, and she was an intercessor, strong intercessor of God. And she was teaching the two to 3,000 people there. And uh, she kept referring to, she says, well, in prayer, you've got to step over the log, she kept saying. You've got to step over the log. And uh, finally, Billy Brim, she says, Rachel, I think you need to explain that to the people, uh, what that means. And she says, you need to step over into that place. You need to press into the Lord, into that place where the things of the Spirit and your communion with the Lord in that prayer time is much more real to you than the room that's around you or your surroundings or anything. And she said that's when thirty minutes of prayer seems like five minutes. The time just goes and there's a connecting. And so this is a prayer meeting that we're inviting whoever has that sense that you'd like to be in a meeting like that to come. And I don't see that it's gonna be large numbers. And I don't you know, I just I just see it's those that really have that heart. So you can ask the Lord if that's something that you would be part of, and that the first time we're going to do that will be Wednesday, October 17. We'll start at six o'clock with a little teaching, and then 6:30 we'll get into the prayer. If you can't get here right at six, that's okay. Just get here when you can. But it, that's a few weeks down the road. But I wanted to share that with the congregation this morning. But this time, Tim, I'm going to turn it back over to you here for God bless you
3: test, test, test test one, two Jesus, I love you Jesus, I love you Jesus, I love you Yes, I do. Come on, let me hear you again. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Yes, I do. How about one more time with our hands raised? Jesus, I love you. I surrender to you, Lord. I love you. Jesus, I love you. Yes, I do. <laughs> How can a song be so simple and so powerful? When I was in ninth grade, I had a, my weekend as we were part of a prophetic conference, and, and the, the message, the name of the message was The Dead End. And basically the scripture reference was precious in the sight of God is the death of one of his precious saints, figuratively and spiritually. And it was just powerful. And um, so let me give you a picture of what this is, and it just goes perfectly into what I want to share this morning. Lord Jesus, help me expedite my time. my 30 minutes here in Jesus' name. When I was in ninth grade, I had a math teacher, and my mom knows that I was so good at math. <laughs> and he um, didn't like me at all. And um, we'll just leave that right there. <laughs> I love basketball and I have a couple of salvation stories. Since Revive, several weeks ago, and I was talking to Pastor Kent before, I believe, I believe in the past three months I've led 12, 11 or 12 people to the Lord, on the streets, wherever, at the receptionist at the hotel a couple weeks ago, um, this little wristband. Anyway, I, I won't go there, but there's just something, something happening it's this morning you know that I'm going to stir you up. I am going to stir you up. You will you will you will feel it right in here cuz that's my job. I am the spoon in the spirit in Jesus name. I'm serious. I want to stir you up. And I want you to see the incredible purpose that you have. But it might come to a dead end. It's such a good word. So I went out for basketball. And I was a pretty good shooter, and I am not kidding you, it seemed to me there was 25 people that went out for basketball. So I show up, and I'm excited, and guess who's the coach? The ninth grade teacher. <laughs> Maybe it was eighth grade or ninth grade, it was one of those two. So I'm running around, I do my thing, and at the end of the week, the inevitable had. he called me in his office and he said, Tim... You are fast, you are athletic, go out for wrestling. <laughs> and I went away and I cried. Uh, basketball has been actually a big part of my cardio and life for all my, up to this time I p- still play. And I lay down there, cut to the chase, about two weeks later, and I'm, of course, not exactly what, how, when it was. I got a phone call from a lady, and she said, Hey, Tim, um, we heard that you sing, and my name is so-and-so from the Maranatha Messengers, and I wondered if you would come and help be lead singer in a group. And um, that dead end, you see, it was about my attitude, too. When I walked out of there, I remember talking to God and saying, How can I toilet paper that guy's... You know, that guy's trees, and i just, I'm angry and I'm mad. But it was a dead end, and God said, I have a better plan for you. And sure enough, I traveled all over the states. I went into prisons, and it, it, it of course, set those seeds in my heart. So, if you want to put that up on the screen, and I want to try to move through this quickly, we're going to, and so this is all heading towards two things. Listen very carefully. Number one, spurring you. And saying, Lord Jesus, I repent that I am not using the full capability and the gifts that you have given me, Lord God. Forgive me. Forgive me that as I go out, you say, well, you've always led people to Christ. I have, but never because I've been intentional, because the gift in me, I asked God the one time before a hotel, I said, Kathy, pray because I know that I have some time. Sure enough, I, read, I ran into this gal and, and saw her two or three times and said, Now go. And I went out and began to talk to her about the wristband and the Romans Road. And not one person came into this, this, the, the hotel entry for like 15 minutes. We said, Father, in Jesus' name, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Hallelujah. And we were rejoicing. And six people walked in, 15 minutes later. Not one person. I tell you, he, he intentionally will help you to be a witness and a light. So the focus on this day is going to be three things, three keys to Jesus Christ being Lord. And I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to say this, Lord, I repent, I am broken, and I am thankful. Lord, I repent, I am broken, and I am thankful. I repent in my flesh. I repent of my flesh. I repent for my flesh. Ouch, 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 ouch. Lord, I'm broken before you, and I'm thankful in everything. I repent in my flesh. I'm broken before you, and I'm thankful at all times. I'm done. No, I'm not, I'm not. (laughs) So let's go to a really powerful verse. And this is uh, 3 Timothy version. I added these three words in here. And I want you to see, uh, I'm not adding to the scripture, but I want you to see, go to Colossians. And whatever you do, be repentant in word And indeed, do it all broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. And this part is part of the verse. Be thankful, be thankful to God the Father through him. Let's read that together. And whenever you do, be repentant in word and deed. Do all broken in the name of the Lord Jesus be thankful to God the Father. What is the definition of Jesus being Lord? Uh, it, the, the way God deals with me is he usually gives me a topic. And I, I've been focusing on this topic probably for about four months. And so this is the stuff he downloads and gives me. Folks, I'm, go- I'm going to push you. I, wa- I want you to understand that every single one of I, Last night this lady Long story short, we were praying for her to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When we got done, she looked at me. She says, well, I don't have that gift. And, and I said, I understand. Listen, listen. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the gift of speaking in tongues, especially praying in tongues. You have the gift of word of knowledge. You have the gift of word of wisdom. You have the gift of prophecy. You have the gift of the, the Holy Spirit is in you, and every one of the gifts are available. You have the gift of miracles. You have the gift of faith. And I could go back, and I could tell you a story. Why? Because my wife knows I jump off from cliffs. I, I, I just, uh, God put it in me. I don't have the same character as my brother, as you also, finally figured out. Uh, he's the tortoise and I'm the rabbit, and uh, who cares? But whatever you are, don't hold back. Don't give up. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Otherwise, we'll never get done. Let me let me show you this verse. It's one of the most powerful Lordship verses. Therefore, I make known to you, Anthony, you're good. That no one speaking by the Holy Spirit calls Jesus accursed and no one can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Folks, I know some of you are dealing in your life with your flesh and you say, how, how can I break that part of my flesh? Here's the answer. Repent. Be broken and be thankful. Repent in your flesh and after you're done repenting, repent again. But don't let it Stop your confidence, right? Be broken. What does that mean? It means so fast. Get to your knees and say, God, I'm doing something, and so I gotta do it for you. And when it's in me, when I do it for me, it will fail. Say it with me. When I do it for me, it will fail. When I do it for him, his light will show into people. And then the thankfulness, First <sighs> uh, uh, Corinthians 12, Anthony. For one is given the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, to another faith, to another gifts of healing, to another miracles, to another prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. And I mention that again because the, the, the key that you say, well, today was about repenting, being broken, and thankful. But listen, if Jesus Christ is Lord, the first thing you need to repent of is that, well, uh, my gift is encouragement and you, you won't ever find me. Listen, ha, see this pastor right here, and Dean, and, 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 and the people that have, God has put over you. I'll just throw this out there because I won't get a chance later, I'm sure. Be discreet and be smart and wise what do you think it would mean to him that if every day someone was walking up and handing him a piece of paper and say, in my time with the Lord, God just downloaded something and he downloaded me a vision. How much do you think it would bless him? It would bless him in the flow, in, in, in where this congregation is supposed to go. You say, well, I'm afraid. And he, you know, you say, and I, and I never get that stuff. Exactly. You have to spend time. You have to press in and say, God, you've given me this gift. If it feel, if, if you're motivated towards one of them, I understand. The word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Or in the middle of a service, say, Pastor Steve, I have a word of knowledge. I, I never have it. This I have a pain right here. Can, can I share it? And somebody will get healed. Guaranteed. You think he'd like that? Yeah. Why, because Jesus is being Lord in that moment i 'm broken before him but i'm afraid i don't, i don 't know how to approach this i understand i don't know how to approach a person at the at the at the hotel clerk i don't know how i don't know either. I asked him and he did it, and he did it, and he'll do miracles i'll share another one if i don't get. Oh, i got about 15 minutes left. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. But I have to share this because this is what happened. We were out with our team. And I'll cut to the end of the story. I ran up to four kids who were playing basketball on the, on the, on the basketball court. Three of them were shooting around. And God told me to walk in there and say, take the basketball. Will you give me that basketball? And say, if I shoot this and make a three-pointer... Will you listen to something I have to say? Mm, yeah, sure. Big fat guy, sure. (laughs) God was telling me to do this. I know it. So I shot, swish. And then out of my spirit, I'm not kidding you, he said, give me it again. Second time. Swish. And I wasn't here, I was the three-pointer. It was a long ways away. I said, third time, and he gave me the ball, and this gust of wind came up. I'm not not joking, it was weird, it was strange. Swish, and at the end of the story, all three of those kids prayed to receive Jesus. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) But it was, my wife knows I can make some baskets, but that was a miracle, It, it was a miracle. He'll do anything for you. Christ being Lord, Anthony, is not about you compared to another Christian. My sin, their sin, my gift, it's not about sin, greater or lesser. It's not about your level of faith. You have the measure. It's not about your level of love. Love and faith will come. The question is, what is your level of repentance? In your word, have you turned? In your will, have you turned? In your body, have you turned? In your actions, have you turned? In your television, have you turned? In your eating, I didn't have that one on here. Have you turned? In your giving, have you turned? Have you turned? From milk to meat. Have you turned from carnal to Christ? Have you turned from dark to light? Have you turned from lazy to Christ? Have you turned from good? Oh, I, I did good. Not got, good is not what he's asking. Good usually is the poser to best. Go ahead and say Amen, and I know you know what I mean. I did 15 minutes this morning, Lord. Go ahead and say, "Ouch." I did 10 minutes. This it was good. I no, He's got a best for you. He, say, close your eyes, say, Lord Jesus, Your Spirit in me sees. Your spirit in me talks. I can't hear you. Your spirit in me talks. Your spirit in me smells. Your spirit in me hears. I will do what you say. In Jesus' name. It's not so much who is your father. Hold on, hang on. But Knowing who your father is is... Incredibly important. But listen, who is your mother? Is it Sarah or Hagar? Is it the flesh or is it the birthing each and every day of the things of your spirit? All the people said, seven pillars of repentance. I'm going to go through this really quickly. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. Observe these things. What diligence, what clearing of yourselves, what indignation, the opposite of content, or content is not bad, but I'm saying, "Mm," like you were feeling when you were watching the Senate hearings. Mm. Just, just, Mm. Jesus, tears coming down my face and saying, Jesus, oh, I know what a snake is. Oh, those are snakes sitting there. Fear, what fear, what fear of the Lord. What vehement desire, what zeal, what vindication, free of blame and suspicion in all things you proved yourselves to be clear in this matter. So number one, what is the key to lordship? That I learn how to repent. And when you're done repenting, you're gonna feel like this. Do I seem confident to you today? Ask my mom. I couldn't beat myself up in a wet paper bag at one point when I was, when I was 10, 12, 13 years old. I don't know why. I don't, it doesn't matter why I was afraid of different things. And, and God knew, God knew. God knew probably that if I had a basketball in my hand, it would become my God. And, and he, he directs you. And if he didn't, if you sinned, if, you, you gotta Repent. Folks, when we go to this this supper today, and I think Pastor Will agree with me, do not take this communion today. If you have unforgiveness and if you refuse to forgive, if you need to make a phone call and get it done, you see the repentant part, go to the end of 1 Corinthians 11. If you eat and drink it, this is part of the Lordship. You will eat and drink damnation. Don't leave that part out of the Scripture don't ignore what's in your heart I've had pastors get mad at me I say folks don't don't take this I bet you you can come midweek you say I've taken care of my sin I've done forgiveness will you give me communion You'd give. You'd give he'd give you communion 24-7 knock on his door communion is what this is about in the name of Jesus so I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you to respond at this point today, in a few minutes. So, I took a quick scripture, and I'm gonna do this really fast. So, How many have heard of Psalm 119? It's one of the longest one. Watch this. So, so God, I'm writing a book, and it's called The Faith in Purity. And it's gonna take me about six years to get it done probably, but who cares, right? is for me, that, that's what I'm writing it for. But watch, watch, watch what I got out of this, this verse. And so I'm gonna go through this quick. Here's Psalms 19 in context to repentance. Verse one, blessed are the undefiled. Verse two, blessed are those that are cleansed. Verse three, blessed are those whose eyes are open. Verse four, blessed are those who are revived. Blessed are those, in verse 29, who are not lying. In verse 37, that the eyes will not look at worthless things. Will you say that with me? My eyes will not look at worthless things. Verse 38, Lord, I'm established. I devote myself to fearing you. Verse 48, I will meditate on your statutes. Number 59, verse 59, my thoughts are towards your ways. Number 62, at midnight I will rise. All the time, he is my Lord. Verse 73, give me understanding. Verse 101, I have restraint from every evil way. Verse 105, say it with me. The Lord, the word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Verse 114, you're my hiding place. 116, I'm not ashamed. 125, I have understanding. Verse 130, the entrance of your word gives light. Verse 133, no iniquity will be found in me, or will have dominion over me. I want to say that, but I don't have time. Uh, Verse 20, my eyes are awake through the night. These eyes, my spirit eyes are awake through the night. Number 21, one of my favorite verses for 30 years. Great peace, verse 165. Have you who love, because I love your law and nothing will offend me. Hallelujah. I, you understand. I'm gonna stop there. Let's go to Colossians 3, 16. Another incredible verse because I know I need to wind down here. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Admonishing, repentant to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing broken with grace in your hearts to the Lord and whatever you do in word or in deed, broken, do it all in the name of the Lord. Then what? Giving thanks. Everybody say repentant, broken, and thankful. I know you got it. I'll let you take, I'll take 20 seconds and let you look at this path to, to maturity. If, if you want these notes, I'll send them to you. Number one, humility. How do you get saved? You, you bow down before God. Conversion. And then you get into meekness, yielding up your rights. And then your conscience begins to be pure. And then the consummation, when you know that it's happening, is when you come right here. When you come right here, what happens? You, you feel clean. Folks, if you don't today, come and pray with, I don't, I don't uh, just, just wait, just wait, it's okay. Somebody will give you communion or you can do it at home. And then finally, consummation. You are bearing fruit. Fruit is happening in your life. So before I quit here today, there's a whole bunch of scriptures here on on, uh, brokenness and different things. But I want to go here all the way to the end. Anthony. Oh no no! I didn't I didn't give this to you, so you were you you've been on my in my eyes for about two weeks. Your name is Daniel, but uh, is that right? Yeah. Hi. How are you doing? But this is specifically for you, and of course I'm I'm thinking of your Daniel, and I'm thinking of Daniel Woodward. Who, how many other Daniels you got in here? Just those three? Oh. So, so before we take communion, I had to get this out here. And if there was time, I just, you know, just some, someday we'll get in a service where we can prophetically just begin to speak. But what I'm doing in this message is I'm telling you that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Many, many times. and And, and I guess... There's just some things that are not tapped and that are not, see, see there's some things down in you specifically and I just saw your face so I'm using you but anybody please receive this. So here's Daniel and you know fasting and he was, he was one of the most godly people in the Bible. So listen to this passage, uh, Daniel 5, 11, 12. There was a man in the kingdom which the spirit of the holy God Father from the light and understanding and wisdom. Wisdom from the gods. In as much as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting of dreams, solving riddles, explaining enigmas, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge. And, and, and what, what God told me is there's times where you have things, but you've just held on to it. Repent of that, my friend. Because, because it's down in you. It's down deep on the inside in Jesus' name. And, and people need whatever that gift is. That thing that you pass on to your grandkids. The thing, the thing that's happening on the inside of you the thing that will, will cause you to break the chains that have, that have held on for years. We were part of that in one service. But you gotta go deeper. You can't be satisfied. You can't be content. The Holy Spirit has, when we go here today, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I call you Lord because I'm learning how to repent of every selfish way. I want to use the gifts of the Holy Spirit to edify the body of Christ. I want them to come and change my life. I'm not kidding you. I would not have made those two, at least two or three of those baskets without a miracle. It was a miracle. So as we close here and as we begin to to reach this, this part, I would like five people, listen carefully, to do something very specific. And because of of lack of time, the Lord has shown me to do these type of things because it will help uh, save some time here. And I'm just gonna take a couple minutes to do this. And, And what it will mean is four or five of you that God is moving on you. Maybe you have never publicly said that Jesus Christ is my Lord, number one. And then number two, I repent Of this, what? Pride, hate, lust, greed. It it doesn't matter. But when you say it out of your mouth, publicly, yeah, it'll, it'll break something in somebody else. So let's do it right now. Who would be the first person that would stand up and say this simple Jesus Christ is my Lord, and I'm not ashamed of it? Or I repent of this. I need you to to see, who's first? I know four or five of you can do this. You say, this is vulnerable, man. I know, that's me. Who'll start? Please. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Daniel. (laughs) That was that hard? Who's second? So, Jesus Christ is my Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Stretch your hands this way. Say, God, I receive this man's gift. In Jesus' name. I don't know, you know, I don't know why his face was in front of me, but I just knew you'd be sitting there and I'd have to pick on you. Number. Who's third? Yeah. Somebody's going to repent here too. Anybody? Come on. Would you stand up and say that, so everybody can hear this? Listen now. Of what? Lukewarm. Hey, so he didn't hear. So he said lukewarmness. Lowell? <laughs> hey, do you wanna say that when you're 96? Okay, one more person. Anybody else? And then we, uh, come, go ahead. Come on, Darlene, with your, gr- with your group. And then pass out the elements. Kath, would you go to the piano? Yes. You, She's repenting for the Senate hearing, and she, she, she maybe got indignant with blue air in, in the wrong way. Yeah, or whatever. Don't you understand? You just get in the flesh. You just you want to strangle somebody. Do you know why Jesus said you snake, you serpent? You understand what He was saying? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, listen now. Thank you, thank you. So, as we go, keep it going in your heart. Let's close our eyes, Lord. I repent. Lord, I'm broken. Lord, I'm thankful. Lord, I repent. Go ahead and pass out the elements. So we will wait and we will receive together in just a few minutes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Repentant. Lord, I'm broken. Lord, I'm thankful. Lord, I'm repentant.
1: What I would say there in response to what Tim was saying concerning communion is that uh, now is the time to turn. Repentance is it's it's turning of our mind of our thoughts. And this would be the day. And so I would say make that decision. Change your mind. Turn from whatever that is you're repenting. And take communion for sure. Because you need it. I need it. I, I know of a, a lady that for months maybe it was years didn't receive communion because she had this sin and, and uh, she thought she was unforgivable I guess or just never had done that and uh, it, it stirred that in my heart what Tim was sharing we need to hear that side of it too that's, that's why we have we talk about the fivefold ministry Tim, I don't know if he would totally agree, but I see evangelist there. I see a stirring stick. Yeah, that's right. Or a spoon, like you said. Because, you know, there's some of us that have to hear the hard end of it. There's others that have to hear the soft end of it, I guess. Maybe I'm the softy and he's the hardy or something. I don't know. But uh, the blending of it, the blending of it, that's what it is. And there is a powerful ascending right now, or ascending, or moving right here in this room of the Holy Spirit right now to bring cleansing, wholeness, where there has been brokenness, release. because see, sin brings bondage. Where we get off track, it brings bondage. That's what sin does. When we sin, we become slaves to that sin. It says that in in John chapter eight, where we sin, we become slaves to it. God doesn't want us to be slaves to anything, and that's why God so much wants us to deal with areas in our life that are contrary to His way, to His word. It's another reason we need to know His word, is because that's what can cleanse our ways when we know it when we know the word then we know his will and we know his will for our lives and when we get off track that blood there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from emmanuel's veins through jesus and it's a continuous flow there as we receive it
3: night that Jesus was betrayed. He took bread and he had broken it. He said, this is my body which was broken for you. Father, we have a picture, a morbid picture, God of nails into your hands and your feet and you did that for me. Forty minus one lashes with a cat of nine tails on your back. God, the least I could do is have a repentant life towards you. So as I take in faith, I am broken before you with this bread today. I just have to say this. I feel like God has told me there's one or two people in this room that it is not positive if you would die today that you would go to heaven. So when we're done in a few minutes, would you please come up and pray with me? Just say, I'm that person. I, I'm not exactly positive, and I just want to not leave this place without that happening. So as we take together, what is Eucharist? It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Let's take together. In Jesus' name. And in the same manner, he took the cup. He said, this is my blood in the new covenant. God, I have the covenant with you. You ever think about the, because of mercy, the prodigal son got his sonship back. Because of grace, they threw a party. (laughs) You get both, you get both. Because of what his blood did, Could you just say this? Thank you, Jesus, that your blood washed away all my sin. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm so thankful to you, Lord. Folks, the purpose for these things is so that you can go and dream incredibly big dreams, so that you can have a word of knowledge and wisdom, and you can be a light in this world. Don't think small. Because he didn't. His blood spilt for every single one of us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's take together. Hallelujah. would love to pray with anybody. If you got things in your life uh, come, please come, come on down. Hang out. Yes?
2: I can't help but think of the scripture that tells us that Jesus became our sin so that we could be his righteousness. And that's exactly what you're sharing that As they repent, they receive what he has given and put into us. It isn't me, but it's him. It's all him. And that scripture is so strong, he became my sin that I could have his righteousness. And without that, I can't even repent. So it's His righteousness that gets in me and tells me, I'm free, I'm free,
3: I'm free. Hallelujah, Ma. Hey, <laughs> come on, brother. <laughs> Sorry, but
4: thank you, Lord. I just saw a picture when we were taking communion. Some of you feel that Jesus really doesn't love you. Feel that you're a castaway. But the father showed me a picture that when he was being whipped, he was screaming out, Bob, Bob. But he said, tell the people, when I was whipped for you, he's putting your name in there. Your name is so personal to him. He loves you so much. And if you walk out of this place saying, well, that was nice. and didn't receive the love of Jesus that he has for you. There's been battles in your life. Yes, we understand. But just see that picture of Jesus being whipped on that post saying your name. He's saying your name. <laughs> it's so strong. The anointing is so strong. If you don't know Jesus, have to crawl up here because God wants to meet you. He wants to change your life. He wants to change your life. Yes. Yes.
1: And this brokenness that Tim was mentioning, you know, that doesn't mean you're in pieces. Jesus was broken, so you might be whole. I was out at the ranch, Thurlow's place there and watching him doing sorting, is that what you called it, sorting? And uh, they were, of course, on the horse, and it was like, those horses were broken, but they were whole, and they were strong, and they were smart. And they were just like they were a part of the rider, yeah. like when Jeff or Diana or Carrie or Heather, or Dan, any of them were on the horse. That thing, and the more those horses, and the, after a while, you know, the horses were broken so that they would yield. That's a word to the lordship. You might say of the rider. Lord Jesus Christ. And I noticed, you know, there were some like did you have the new horse somebody had a newer horse but you could tell it wasn't quite as easy the flow but those that had had the horse for a while the most subtle little nudge or twist that horse knew what to do and where to go in order to do what needed to be accomplished in that corral it's the same thing with us As we yield to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, I think Tim mentioned it every day, just saying, Lord, I'm yours. That's that brokenness, that's that yieldedness, but really there's a wholeness in that brokenness. There's a strength in that brokenness. There's smart in that brokenness. Those are smart horses you got because they were listening to you or they were following you. Yeah, the slightest thing with the rain, but even just your bodies, I could tell. They just flowed with where you went. Thank you, Lord. So, come forward. You heard the cry of the Lord this morning. If, if you're not right with God, any, whatever it is, don't be ashamed of it. Be Just come and get things taken care of. If you've never received Jesus as your Savior, we'll have ministers up here to talk to you and then stay for fellowship that pop blessing in Jesus name amen then you can you want to stay up here too yes i'll go back and room. everything
4: changes darkness starts to tremble